Hey, you're listening to the Super Flexible Podcast. I have no idea what episode this is. It doesn't matter. This I'm is an episode. It, that's true. It is an episode. The number to be determined later. That's my boy, at Swagzilla OG. I think that's the first time I've said it, at least at the beginning of a show. Been a What's up, buddy? Here. How's it going? Um, I am super stoked. Uh, I don't even care how your day was. I got to move on because I am so stoked to have our guest on tonight. Uh, this dude comes from Trade Addict Pod, and he also is a member of the Superflex show. Uh, Superflex I'm stoked Super to have show. Brian Hart. Right. I'm sorry. I was going by the handle on Twitter. That's how I just think things in my head. But Mr. Brian Hart, Meatloaf Wildcat, what is up, dude? What's up, guys? How the hell I'm are stoked. you? Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. This All of our favorite things wrapped into one, Superflex and Trades. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Best format and my favorite part for sure. Yeah. And you and Russ are doing the network now. We are. Yeah. So the, the Dynasty Addicts Podcast Network, uh, the DAP Network on, on Twitter. Uh, give us a follow. Follow our YouTube channel. Um, we are part of that. The Trade Addicts Pod is part of that along with Fantasy Timeline and the Dynasty Junkies. Um, two relatively new shows. Timeline's been around a little bit longer, uh, but the junkies are pretty new. I think they're seven episodes in, but they've already got some pretty big hitters on their show. Uh, Ryan, uh, Ryan McDowell, and I think they got JJ coming on here this week. Yep. So nice. Um, they and they do a fantastic job. I also do the drops for their show, so always like to uh, throw that out there too. If anybody needs <laughs> drops for their there podcast, let me know. Uh, I'm, I'd be glad to to do that for you. Um, I just do it free for the community. So you need like um, a drop for a handle free for drops. That? You need like a free yeah. drop drop. I actually do. It's FF, FF Dino Pod Drops. Um, yeah. So you can give me a follow over there. Uh, and yeah, get in, get in touch with me if you need drops for your pod. I'd love to do it. Uh, I, it's, I have a good time doing that on our show. I do them live on our show. So, uh, but, uh, yeah, it's fun. It's, it's a good time and I'm excited to be here tonight. You guys are, are two of my favorite people to listen to and to interact with on Twitter and, and in the community. So I'm excited to be here. Uh, thank you, brother. I appreciate that. Same to you. And Thanks, you man. don't, and you don't do the drops by yourself, trade addicts pod. Cause I definitely do them with you. I just, <laughs> I'm, I'm in my car. I appreciate, I, 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 I appreciate think I do them pretty good. So I'm just saying, <laughs> Uh, well, they, tell you what, next time we have you on the show, I know you've been on before, uh, both of you guys have, uh, next time we have you on the show, we'll have you guys do the drops. Oh, that? I don't know. I was I was hoping we were going to get a little drop off tonight, like a little drop battle between you guys. I don't know if I'm, oh, I don't know if I, not. I don't know if I got it, is what I'm saying. I don't know if I I'm got it. I'm not fighting them. Nope. I'm, I, I know when to step up to battles. This is, this is my flight mode right now, so. I'm gonna pass on that one. I mean, we'll I Brian might, win. I might do something he like. He has his own Twitter handle just for the drops. <laughs> like, I'm not here for that. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I mean, it's my comfort. I mean, I, I, I'll do a battle. I don't care. But, but I'm good not doing one too. It so. is on. winner. We'll no see P1. what the night brings. Right, let me have another one of these uh, golden monkeys, and we will see what happens. <laughs> Shout out Victory Burn. But uh. So randomly, just tonight, uh, Scott Fishpool. I don't know if anybody's ever heard of that. That's like this new shit that's going on right now. <laughs> but uh, every pod is about to be talking about it. The Scott Fishpool X. There's some crazy scoring for this. Uh, basically, it breaks down to half a point for catch, half a point for first downs for both running backs and wide receivers. The tight ends get an extra half a point on both of those, so a full on both sides. Really, you're here for super flexible. These are quarterbacks. 
quarterbacks is a four and minus two. Um, the the part that throws it off is a plus half or what plus point five for completion, but you get a full negative point for the incompletion. So really gonna have to worry about that. Hopefully we mix a little bit of Scott Fishbowl in with there are eliminators going on um, right now, and those are crazy. And just maybe some of those big tournament styles and like maybe somehow how some of these players differ from one tournament to another or some guys we really want to be looking out for. Maybe even mix in like best ball, but we'll we'll see how crazy this night gets. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> but so if, if um if you are like first if this is the first time you've heard about the Scott Fishbowl, it is actually it's, it's tenth. Well, you never know. You never know. Everybody has to <laughs> learn fair. somewhere. So let let's pretend one person's never heard about it so I can talk. And then <laughs> I'm going on mute, you got so, it. So but uh, but no, it's it's his tenth season. They it donates money to Family Cares that goes to Toys for Tots. Um, so there's other ways you can get involved. Like find Scott Fishful on Twitter, follow him, follow what he does and where that money actually goes. And I mean, it's actually just kind of fun to watch that anyway. And and try to get involved this year. You can still donate. You can do your own things from home for your communities. Or um, Scott's um, big on pushing to donate to something you believe in this year, but Either way, super fun to watch what happens with the fantasy industry and the money that is pulled together to go help other people. And, and that's what it's all about. So, yeah, that's all. In case you've never heard of the Scott Fishbowl. And there's about 1,440 players in this tournament this year. Crazy, he just, dude. he just bumped it up a bunch. Yeah. For an open bar. 9,300 applicants, I think. Yeah, so, dude. I mean, there's a lot of interest. Yeah, for sure. That's a that's a lot of weeding through, <laughs> right? The amount of work. The the other thing is the amount of work that Scott does to put this all together, and Ryan too. I mean, Ryan for sure. Yeah, yeah. honestly, I mean, they the amount of work that they put into, yeah, beginning of May until the drafts are over. You know, it's just it is just an insane amount of work for those guys, um, and the tournament always ends up being amazing every single year. It's like every year it outdoes itself. You know. Um, and like you said, I mean, if there, if you've never been a part of it or you've never heard of it, um, tune in because it's it's a fun thing to follow, even if you're not a part of it. I know when I first kind of got into the Twitter community, um, you know, for for Dynasty and, and whatnot, I it took me a year, I think, or two of trying to get in before I actually got in. Um, I've been in the last three now. So S SFB, yep. eight, yeah. nine yep, and now X. But. It's fun to follow along with, even if you're not in it. Like it's it's such and it's such a it's such a great, you know, it's for the kids, right? Yep. It's for toys for Todd's, it's for fantasy cares. So I mean, it's a it's a great cause, uh, and it's very interesting. I mean, there's a lot of uniqueness to the the scoring and to the and that's what we're going to talk about tonight. I think, mm-hmm. um, you know, so <laughs> it, it, it's <laughs> I think <laughs> we're, we'll see. You never know. <laughs> But yeah, it's it's awesome. The fishbowl is amazing. Um, so check it out if you haven't yet um, on Twitter and whatnot. You can find I think the handles. Yeah, well I know the handle. It's it's hashtag SFBX. So check it out. Yep, and, and you can right away. I mean, I, I don't think you can yet, but you'll be able to apply for next year if this sounds like something you're interested in. So get on there early. And next year, supposedly, it was supposed to be like this year, but because of COVID, it doesn't make it happen. So next year, we're shooting for live 
live drafts, like getting people locally together in the same area and putting it together. So if that's going to be awesome, if we can yeah, actually that make be pretty that happen for sure. And I'm the same as you guys. This is my third year actually being in it. Um, I competed in a satellite in SFD seven and won that satellite, which got me an automatic entry into eight. And then I've gotten in nine and 10 after that. So I'm kind of in the same boat. It's weird. Uh, I feel like that's kind of a good mix, but I think that's also when he like, you know, continually to to make this thing bigger every year because more people get involved i think six to seven was maybe the biggest jump in, in entries getting in too or you know what i mean like just mass amounts it went from about 420 to 840 or something like that crazy so right. um uh, i have not fared well in the, <laughs> in the last two years so uh, i'm hoping this is maybe a better year for me uh, have you guys found out yet? Do you know, like, I know maybe you know what division you asked for, but it, has that been finalized? Draft spot? Are you looking for something? Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Mine has not been finalized. I don't know that any of them have officially been finalized. That's, and that's and that's true. But, but I know uh, what you mean. Like, some of them, if you type it in, because, like, not as many deply, applied for that division, you might have a better shot at it, and it might start to show who else is in it with you. But mine was one of the more popular ones, and may not get it so, which but that's you fine. asked for he-man is that no right? i asked for lego and pick lego a fair and 12 nice what about you har yeah i i uh, so i actually asked for wrestling figures um, nice. i was i was a big mark um growing up a big wrestling guy actually I, I i don't i've said this on our podcast but i'm not i don't share it often um the guy that actually makes all the title belts for world wrestling entertainment right now mm-hmm uh, he is a good friend of mine, uh, yep. and I used to watch. I used to watch pay per views at his house when I was a kid. So, not even a kid, a young adult. So, um, <laughs> so I I, ch- I tried wrestling figures, but I think it was the second most requested or something like that. I really it don't was care. a lot wow. for sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I really don't care though. I mean, that's yeah, the same, coolest part yep. of the fishbowl is just it's just getting in and getting with the guys in your league and just making you know meeting meeting new people. So. Um, you know, it really doesn't matter as far as the divisions go. Um, yeah, what about draft spot? Swags asked for 12. Where, what are you hoping for? I, or I what's did, even your ideal spot if you're asking for? Is it different in this league because of what it is? Yeah, so, I mean, I think for me, I didn't request a particular spot. But mm-hmm. looking at the scoring, I mean, I would like, I think I would like the 101. <laughs> I always do. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I'm, I'm a, you know, I know a lot of people don't really care for the 101. I do because I get my pick of player, so I can look at this format and say, okay, who do I feel is going to be the most valuable in this format? And he's on my roster, so I like that. Plus, coming back, I mean, yeah, you don't get to pick again for for a little while, but then you get, so you get, you basically get three, uh, three top 25 players. Is, Correct is, is what it is. So, and I, I like that. I like the idea of that, um, and I think, you know you can strategize. I like being on the ends. So I I'm, I'm with swags. Like if I don't have the first pick, I think I would rather have the 12th. Mm-hmm. Um, I like personally being on the end and having two picks. It is a long time in between. So you have to, you have to be a little bit more cautious. I think of runs when you're on the ends, but, um, but I personally like that. I like being on the ends and being able to get, you know, two players when, when it's my turn to pick, there's two guys that I'm taking. So I personally like that quite a bit. Okay, so we're going to go down this, this road right here. So I, I picked Toy Story Division 
Um, I I agree, Swags. I I am fine with it not being 100% set in stone. I feel like this year is a little different because you can put your email in and go find out. Where in, in previous years, I almost felt like the information was leaked a little later on in the process. But currently, I'm sitting at the 101 in the Toy Story division. That is what I asked for. So I'm, I'm with you on that, Har. Uh, I, I almost feel like Swags, uh, I'm with you and I... I, and, and even what you said, I, I want to be on one of the ends. I enjoy being on there. I want to get two guys in a row. I like early on, like you said, I get the, the three top 25 players. Um, I, I almost, not to a fault, but I want to be on the end because I'm impatient. I want to get my two players and then know that I'm good for a while. Not I would hate being at like 106. And just always having to, I'm, I'm in the middle. I'm at the longest longest point. All right, and now I'm coming back. And then I'm waiting. I get it's okay for runs, but I like being on the turn because I want to create the run. Um, Swags, were, were you at the back end last year? Yeah, I think I had 12 last year. And I had one last 11, year. 12, so it, like it's that. interesting we picked the same. Um, I did awful last year. I picked Saquon. Uh, most of my team was shit outside of that and then saquon missed the what six games in the middle of there and i just couldn't recover i think luck was my third round pick that doesn't help um hard i'm gonna come to you at least hey so at least well i was just gonna say at least your roster was pretty with bark i mean it was (laughs) that's what this is all about it was was gorgeous it was gorgeous (laughs) mid-july i'm not gonna lie it was beautiful (laughs) uh you said you want the you like having the one hundred one. I do. Everybody that knows you, you you are Baekwon one hundred one, Saquon one hundred one. However you want to say it. Yep. Is, is that still the same this year? I I just gave you the one hundred one. You can have my pick at one hundred one in the Toy Story. Is it Saquon? SFBX. Uh, it uh, it probably is not. To be honest. Um, the guy I'm probably taking with the 101 is Pat Mahomes in in this uh, format. Um, it, it's it's just it's just that he's so damn good, <laughs> uh, and and he's so safe. damn safe. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. He's he's accurate. So you know he he's not gonna put a Mitch Trubisky game together <laughs> where you know he he completes 43 percent of his passes or something that just mm-hmm. kind of wrecks your week. Um, in in a lot of weeks he's gonna carry you. So. I, I personally, I mean, in the fishbowl again, it's you're you're kind of you're kind of playing. I, I'm starting. This is oh, this is painting. It, this pains me to say, but I'm starting <laughs> to move in superflex leagues away from Barkley at one uh, for Pat Mahomes, just because. I mean, this guy is he's ridiculous. I mean, if if he continues the same trajectory, he's going to be the greatest that's ever played. Now, yes, we're a long way from that, but. You know, it's it's looking good right now. But, is but that, Brian, I don't think ahead. that's crazy any anymore, especially in Dynasty. Like, because I was I'm Barkley 101 too, and and still kind of there. But but now we're year three. <clears throat> yeah, as time goes right. by, like you have to start. I don't know. I, I have to start to be a realist. And I mean, you're talking to somebody here who probably has 20 Todd Gurley shares from over the years so at, at a certain point you just i mean it, it loses value no matter how cool and flashy it once was to you right uh right so. yeah 
And and I mean, if if you're looking at you know in Dynasty too, I mean, if you're looking at Barkley, you're you're hoping you get another. I mean, realistically, with running backs, right? So he's what twenty three years old. You're hoping you get another six to seven, like really good to elite years. Mm-hmm. I mean, Patrick Mahomes in six to seven years is thirty years old. Yeah, thirty one, thirty one like years old. He's going to play another five six years. Prime. Sometimes right, you exactly. feel like Mahomes just getting going. Yeah, exactly. it's so crazy. Yep. So, all right, this is a different different road we're going to go down now. But I have to ask because you oh, just wait. said it. So can no. can I interrupt you? No, this is uh, this okay. is fun. This is fun. So Brian, if you can check your email or don't check oh, your don't goodness. check your email, but put that put your email in the Scott Fish link that tells your division because I just did it and mine does show that I am in the Lego division with pick twelve. And, oh, nice. And this will be my first, if this stays the way it is, this will be my first time ever being in a league with Scott Fish. And that would be nice. super fucking exciting. So we'll see. But so if you need that link, I'll put it in our chat, Brian. And uh, but I just want to say that. So I do have pick 12. I got what I asked for. Um, it, I, I, that's cool. And I'm in Lego. So Lego's awesome because Lego was a huge part of my life. And then it like passed on to my kid. And I, I don't know. Legos never went away. So. I apologize. And you get the Lego for... movie, so you get plenty of gifs to play with on Twitter for <laughs> this. So, and that's what it's really about. I'm gonna be honest. That's why Toy Story is where no, it's at. That, I knew many people didn't pick it. Makes it a lot more fun. But so, but this still says there's a plus. There's a Lego uh, SFB shirt on Roadwear. That's super I got dope. it for my two kid, Lego dude. shirts. I got by that the way. one for my kid. Two the championship and the Lego thing. I, I got the GI Joe one for myself and uh, the Lego one for my son. Strong. And then Brian. Russ, yes. Russ is Shit, Russ is dope as hell. Like then I, my daughter got jealous that my son got a Scott Fishbowl T-shirt, so I got a hold of Russ because she's wanted the Brain Trade Addict T-shirt and the little chair forever. Like ever since I got mine, she's always loved that shirt. Yep. So then she was kind of pouting, and she's like, "Well, I want the Brain shirt." And then I hollered at Russ, and Russ hooked it up, and so I'm waiting for one of those to show up too. So I'm pretty stoked about that. That's awesome. Yeah, that that logos. Probably one of the better ones around the uh, the brain, the little brain yeah, guy so. for sure. So That's awesome. I, I totally took it from you too, Drink, and I know that you forgot what where we were by now. Just because I, I got so I got <laughs> I got so excited though that I wanted to share. It. I'm sorry, everybody. And I am. I no, have. That's, it's a cool story. <laughs> cool story, bro. <laughs> I have looked. It looks like I'm not. I'm still not assigned. So. You damn gotten that damn popular wrestling one. I did. So you were talking about the scoring and what are you going to do at the one twelve? What's your what's your focus there? Maybe I'll f- remember what I was going to say. I well, doubt. so I, I'm going to take. I'm, I'm very likely taking two quarterbacks there. I, I'm pretty sure that I'll be getting three quarterbacks done and over with before I move on to anything because I want my quarterbacks to fit into that category that I feel like they're going to have a high completion rate. Like I don't want to be losing a point on 40% of their passes or, you know what I mean? I want to, I want to try to get quarterbacks. I feel good about there. I I feel like it'll move players like Aaron Rodgers up a little bit. Um, Even golf. I'm not saying golf for that third round, but I think it moves more of the, those passers up a little bit. I don't know. There's more guys like I'm not interested in towards the end or a little more worried about, but I think I'll worry about running back later. So I think 
Yeah, that's it. That doesn't sound like you at all. I think I remember what I was going to talk about, but I'm not going to talk about it right now because <laughs> I don't want to forget this point. Write I tried it down. To write that one down. I did. I wrote it down. Um, so just just a quick second here. I'm going to shout out a boy uh, from the Going for Two podcast at Ryan Searfoss. It's at Fantasy Football Connect F, or Fantasy FB Connect. Spelled funny. Whatever. I'll try to put that shit on the thing. Um, you know. Are we about. about to talk about Derek he, Carr? No, not yet. Um, he put together the top 150 scores from last year into the SFBX scoring. Mm. So granted, these players aren't in the same situation, but just to give us a little bit of context here, um, I agreed with you, Spikes. I thought this would actually favor Aaron Rodgers a little bit, um, but he, it would last year scoring 62%, right? He finished as the 14th quarterback overall. That Mm. does not feel great. No, not Especially super. from from me. So I'm just looking at the top quarterbacks here and how, how he has it broken down. It's still Lamar Jackson at one. Doesn't really change. He was uber efficient, didn't throw a lot of incompletions, so that definitely helps all that. Um, oh, the other one I forgot to mention early on is sacks. If you take a sack, it is shit. On I want to feel like it's like minus four, minus two. So I can't remember like now, but it's, it's a decent. But, yeah, you definitely want to want, like the O-line there. He has a uh, Sierfoss has it listed here. The the sucks of these guys take two, so it's a little crazy. Um, Deshaun Watson at two, Prescott three, Wilson four. Mahomes finishes at five, but remember he missed a couple games with that knee there. Drew Brees moves all the way up to six. Uh, are you hoping that two of these guys make it to you? And do you think that actually happens? Um, yeah, I think that I think that I would. Josh have, Allen uh, at seven. You gonna yeah, take that at the twelve spot? I think I that like I'd have. Allen. I think that I'd be able to get. Um, one. Uh, yeah, I think I can get a couple of these guys probably. Have you done an SFBX mock yet? Yeah, you're in, I've you're done currently like, in one. I'm in my third. Third, oh boy. Har, have you done one? I actually have not yet. Superflex dude, uh, John Hogue's putting them together, and McDowell's had a couple putting together there. Um, I've done mocks every year for Scott Fish Bowl before this. They are never anything like the actual draft. Uh, every single draft is, is definitely its own unique thing. So I get that there. Quarterbacks seem to go much later in the mocks. Then you get to the real draft and people freak out very quick. That's why all I take in the mocks is quarterbacks. It's smart. <laughs> just to That's try smart. to just to try to help that ADP a little bit. Like I don't care what my team looks like at the end of the mock. Like I, I've we have somebody built a chat for I, one of our mocks and they've I've actually gotten crap because people are building teams and I'm just kind of like quarterback, quarterback, yeah. quarterback, quarterback. Like I'm fixing ADP. Like that <laughs> maybe that's wrong. I don't know, but I'm just like nope. quarterback. That's funny. I I do that in the DLF ADP that I sign up for with Hogue when Hogue rugs the monthly. I mean, I'm only in one of those because I think you're only allowed to be in one at a time. But usually my team has like six quarterbacks, to eight quarterbacks on it because I'm like, uh, yeah, we got to fix this, fellas. Like these guys can't still be here. <laughs> the crazy. So I'm look. I'm looking at. I'm looking at complete. So I mean, completion percentage. Yes. You know, is is something that in this scoring is critical, like absolutely mm-hmm. critical, because you're losing so many points every single incompletion. Um, so, I mean, like Der- you said, Derek Carr's name as a top eight quarterback in this eight? in this format. I'm, I mean, I'm. It, I was like, holy shit! Yeah. And then I look, 
And Derek Carr had the second highest completion percentage in the league last year. Yeah, like 70% or something, right? Yes, yeah, 70.4%. Yeah, and behind only Drew Brees at 74.3%, which is insane. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, so, so a lot and of... And all the, they did was add weapons all around him. Exactly. And, and the thing about this, so we, we hate... Well, no, we don't hate. We, we don't like quarterbacks in dynasty leagues typically who dink and dunk the ball down the field. Those guys are going to be super valuable. So Derek Carr, Ryan Tannehill, Jimmy Garoppolo even, um, Kirk Gross. Cousins. Yep. I mean, these guys, these guys are all just... top five. Those, those guys are all top five in terms of completion percentage, and that is going mm-hmm. to matter. And when you look at the scoring that, that you said that, that Ryan did, Ryan Searfoss, yep. I mean, these guys are all I – mean, I mean, Cousins. so Carr at eight, Cousins at nine. Tannehill at 11. At 11 and didn't play the first, what, six games? Where's, Five uh, games? <laughs> where's Stafford? And he missed some time, too, I know. but that's another Stafford's one way on 24. down at 24. Okay. But that, I mean, Minshew's at 23. Okay. Like, I think both of those guys move up. I mean, Minshew probably moves up five spots. I think Minshew's completion percentage, though, is only like 60. Stafford was super like, I don't give an F. I'm just going to throw it up. But when you're doing it to Galladay and Marvin Jones on the other side, they come down with it. Like he threw a ton of like 50 50 balls way down, but they come up with a bunch of them. He was on pace for what, like quarterback five or six overall before he got hurt. So uh, I think I, I hope maybe, you know, people looking at this see that and don't don't wait on Stafford to be quarterback 24. But because of what he did last year and and missed those games, maybe you don't have to take him as a top ten and can still get him. Yeah, and then I can take my running back here and there. Right. Or maybe you only have to take one quarterback at that 12 turn and get the running back that you like there, knowing that Stafford probably comes back to you at the 3-4 at the turn for you. Yep. And this is like also, I mean, it's redraft, so it's hard. But especially for right. all of us guys in this community, yeah. that's very based around. We're so like, well, and right now it's super dynasty, dynasty mode. based. Like yeah, just so you, coming off of a lot of rookie drafts. I still got one more. I'm stoked. I still have one more rookie draft to come up. It's Fourth of July weekend, which is right before Scott Fish. But I'm stoked to still have one more rookie draft. So you can live with Derek first. Carr for a year. But Marcus Mariota's there, right? Like Derek Carr sucks. Gruden doesn't so you like get him. Mariota's Mariota later. Take over. No, we're not. That's that's not true. That's not I true. don't believe it. I, but I've heard that <laughs> people say it. But but for for if you if you feel that way, get Mariota later. But I mean, for Scott Fishbowl, like Carr would be an awesome add to your team in the later rounds that will probably actually help you win. And and Mariota's not going to take his job unless he gets hurt. Okay, so let's. Let's come back to Har and the 101, right? Yep. I, f- I feel like I, I see a couple quarterbacks that are going to slide to that 24-25 spot. Mm-hmm. Why don't I just take Barkley? And when I look at it, right, when I'm, when I'm looking at the scoring, I, in the top 34 of scoring last year, there's only one effing wide receiver, Michael Thomas, who had, what, 180 freaking targets? That's not happening again. We don't get another wide receiver. We get Goodwin at 35 overall in scoring and Julio at 36. No, Goodwin 34, Julio 35, whatever. Now I want um, 101 already. I, that, <laughs> why don't Why don't I take uh, Barkley finished, um, where is it overall? He missed uh, like it was a bad 20? season. 20? 
Yeah, I know. That's 21. what I'm saying. Oh, he though. finished 21 with six missed games. Right? 21 yeah. with six missed games. I know. I know McCaffrey. McCaffrey went. I know McCaffrey went nuts, and it's like, man, McCaffrey's in a whole new system, right? With Matt Rule there, and they brought in Robbie. Whatever, who cares? But what? Who knows what this offense is going to look like? And you're like, yeah, Barkley's a safe one. And then I'm like, wait a minute, they just changed coaches. That's we got the special teams and wide receiver coach coming up from from New England to be the head coach. So, but we did get we get we got what uh, Garrett from Dallas to be the offensive coordinator there. So they like right. to run the ball, but it's still a brand new offense too. So do I feel any better about the new offense and in the Giants? And they they have a tough four game stretch early, right? So they does do. that sway it to to what McCaffrey's going to be or? Man, do I say Saquon missed his six games last year? So maybe maybe we feel good about it this year, moving forward. I took Saquon last year. Can I do it again at one hundred and one? Knowing I got two quarterbacks coming to me that maybe other people don't like, but I feel good about scoring wise at at twenty four and twenty five overall. So two go drink. ahead and like up running back. Yeah. So two drink. Congratulations, um, because I mean I know this is ex- extremely difficult to do. Um, but you have talked me into Saquon Barkley at 101 <laughs> in this topic. <laughs> I did it. I, I know did it, World. You're welcome. I mean, I know it's, I know it's a difficult task, right, uh, to, to talk me into Barkley at the 101, especially, you know, when I'll be wearing my Nike Elite Saquon <laughs> New York Giants jersey, Boom. you know, during the Scott Fishbowl draft. So, you know, I mean, it, it's, it, it's, I know it's difficult. They said to it envision. couldn't be done when I did it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, so so the thing with me, I mean, I look, I'm not going to take Christian McCaffrey over Saquon Barkley. I it's okay that other people do. I completely understand I'm the argument. You, I think this I completely well. am fine with anybody doing that. I just won't ever do it because I think Saquon can do what McCaffrey does and I like him. So I'm gonna take him. Um for me again, this this would it, it, if if I am drafting from the one oh one, it is it is a decision between Patrick Mahomes and Saquon Barkley. Yes. Um, for me, you know, oh, and, and I think I think it would just depend too. like. So here's the other thing. If I have John Hogue in my division, I'm taking a quarterback because God forbid you don't take one. I mean, he, he'll have he'll have three and I mean, he'll have that's his first three rounds. Yeah, so, but he can't he can't get to three before you get to two and three. But I. Right. Let me take Barkley. I'm gonna take Barkley at 101. Look, if this is my division, Toy Story, and I really do have the 101, 102, you can have Pat Mahomes. I'm putting that shit on the board right now. I'm taking Saquon Barkley 101 because at as at at 212 and 301, I'm gonna take my two quarterbacks. If you pick at two around me, just let you know that's what's fucking going on. That's what I'm gonna do. How many quarterbacks do you think go in the first two rounds? Uh, Ten. Probably twelve. Yeah, I I think it's going to be at so, least ten. So yeah. two things. One, I think that it, the everything you said about Mahomes and Barkley is on point. But I I think that you could follow it right up. I th- I think that if that's how you feel about Barkley and what you can get later for your quarterbacks in the late second, early third, there, I think you can make the same argument for McCaffrey between one hundred two and one hundred three. And then sure, the second thing I was going to say is um, I, I draft very much like John Hogue in a super flex startup. Like I, I like the quarterbacks as well, but I've Not also here. learned that you don't do that in Scott Fishbowl because nope. it, you don't want to 
own that market like that because you, you can't, can't trade. trade out of it. There's yep. no value in hoarding it. You're actually going to hurt yourself more than you yep. think you're hurting the other teams because you're just going to have these quarterbacks you can never drop because they're too valuable to drop. And so you can't prosper off that that tactic there. So you need to you, – you don't really want to leave Scott Fishbowl with that, like, five to six starters, which – which is, is fun to do. Three with different buys. Perfect. Three, three with around. different buys. But, I mean, if I can get fourth, a fourth okay. at the right spot where I, I think it's almost just ridiculous that somebody's sure. getting that deal and I don't feel like it's hurting my team at that point. But I'm not going to be trying to have, like, league. yeah, sure. I'm not going to try that tactic of having, like, four to six by the end of the seventh or eighth round, you know. Or go Tua and Fitzpatrick or Tyrod and Herbert because the yeah, difference in yeah. where you're getting that, that veteran is so far off of even where you took the rookie, even though the veteran's playing first. Okay, that can be my three and four quarterback on that team. That's yep. fine. Yeah, so and you don't fi- want to hoard quarterbacks in Scott Fishbowl. Yeah, and and I'm with you there, Swax, because I think I mean I I draft like John does too in in Superflex Dynasty leagues, um, for sure, uh, and and try to get a plethora of quarterback. Yeah. The other thing that is unique about the Fishbowl, I think, so I hate drafting hand handcuffs. Like I think it's the most useless thing ever in. It, like in dynasty leagues, like I, I never draft h- handcuffs because rosters are so deep typically, uh, or I make trades for guys that I mm-hmm. need. But you, you bring up the point about not being able to trade in the fishbowl, and the fishbowl to me is a scenario where when you're late in drafts and you're like, who the hell am I going to pick? Pick a handcuff. Like if you really don't know, if you're like, I mean, I don't want any of these guys, right? Then start looking for the the handcuffs to your elite players because. In the fishbowl, I mean, if, if you know you you blow your budget, your fab budget or whatever, in one week to get a, a backup or you know to get a, a handcuff or whatever, and then the following week the other uh, you know your other running back goes down or your quarterback goes down, and now you have no money, and you're you're stuck. You know, I mean, so I, I think I think there is actually some value in that. Especially, you know, you look you look at situations like Arizona. Like if you if you draft Kenyon Drake, you better get Chase Edmonds. Yep. You know, um, and and that's different than than dynasty Eno. mindset. Like I don't, I don't. What'd you say, too, Drake? I said Eno. Oh, <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, I- exactly. And the twenty I mean, plus. I'm just saying. Exactly. No, you're exactly right. I mean, that's that. You know, I just think there is some value to that in the fishbowl, whereas normally in a dynasty league, I'm not even thinking about handcuffs. Does all right, that's a different road. Does COVID make you want even more handcuffs? We already mm. see Zeke, maybe Zeke contracting it, or you know, I guess that that happened, uh, and and it's June, whatever. But because of the unknown of even at this point, do we get all the games? I'm gonna say yes. But COVID happens. That's a 14 day quarantine is currently the rule. That could be three games, depending on where it happens in that season for you. Does COVID, even with Scott Fishbowl here, and and I'm going to throw like eliminators. Currently, John Bosch still run eliminators. I, yeah, I'm going to mix that in just a little bit because um, those are what, 16, 17 team leagues? It's craziness. Do those kind of things, do, do you want even more handcuffs? Are you even taking shots at other people's handcuffs just because of, of that situation? Do we do we care about COVID at all when we're coming to drafting? I don't know, dude. That's so interesting. Because um, I mean, you you have to think like if if it's in the season, and we'll just use um, Zeke. But if it's in season, you have to think like 
everybody in the running back room has been tainted. I mean, you know what I mean? So do you, at that sure. point, like if, is the handcuff worth anything in that worst case situation? Or do you just want more depth at positions? If you can, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how it all plays out. Yeah. That's a really good point too. Swags. I, I, uh, I wasn't even thinking COVID when I was talking about handcuffs, but you're right. I mean, if, if one guy in the room has it, the chances are that the other guys have at least sure. been exposed yeah. Um, you know, whether they're, they test positive or not is, is a different story, but they've probably at least been exposed. So, um, yeah, that, that's a, that's a really, that's a really good question. And I don't really know what the answer is. I don't know what I'll do. I don't, I don't know. Um, I, I think the safest way to go about drafting in the fishbowl is to assume everything will be normal, even though might not be you know what i mean like it's really yeah. hard to plan for for something like this sure um it's just like you know planning for your your first round draft pick to blow his knee out i mean you can't plan you can't plan that for that stuff i mean you can plan a little bit but you can't you're not gonna make you know super crazy roster decisions based on it what if so what if you can and because i'm just trying to think like while you're talking here but what if you can just the one thing you can do is try to control how you spend your fab and, and maybe not go all in week one and try to stretch others. it out a little bit while people are yeah. blowing their fabs so that you have like 10 bucks to throw on a guy when everybody else has zero or you know what i mean i don't know i'm just trying to think uh, of like what you could do a little different this year to to try to make up for it agreed i'm a big component of spinning fab early and I, I don't mind spending all of it to get the guy because i feel like once you know who that guy is the earlier i can get him in the season the longer i have him scoring fantasy points on my team the more he was worth to me to spend that fab maybe with COVID this year that's not the case you know what i mean i, I probably need to reserve quite a bit to as the season goes on i can go in and grab one of those one of those backups, but but then again, does it matter? Like you said, if 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 he's got it in the running back room, then everybody in that effing room's got it, right? Grab, I mean, right, a good grab like Lamar Miller and Marshawn so, Lynch, the guys that don't have teams. <laughs> <laughs> they're the safest because they're sitting at home, not touching anybody. They'll go get signed when everybody in the different locker rooms are out. So, Har, you said you don't generally like getting handcuffs. Scott Fishbowl is a little different. Are is it more important to get your own handcuffs or who are the players teams maybe that you're looking after? Like, I don't care if I don't have the starter. I want to make sure I get that handcuff because like the Browns, if something were happened to Chubb hunt would super eat, right? Like he doesn't really count as a, a true backup. I think he has standalone value, right. but are there other players? Like, I don't, I don't need to have, you know, the starter on my team for me to go get that quote unquote handcuff. Yeah, and I think I think you you said the key word there, and it's standalone value, right? So I'm mm -hmm. looking at handcuffs that have some standalone value. So guys like again Chase Edmonds, possibly Tony Pollard in Dallas, um, Naeem Hines in Indy, you know, guys that have value outside of just hey, that would be okay. I mean, if the guy gets hurt, then I have somebody that can step in. Now, the one exception to that I feel like is is in Carolina, and I don't even know who the hell the back of the, the handcuff to Christian McCaffrey is going to end up being this year. Is it still Bonifin? Yeah. Hmm. Um, I don't even know. So, the you fact know, that we don't know says enough. Right, exactly. So, you know, I mean, that guy, 
though, I think, I mean, if McCaffrey gets hurt, that's interesting. I mean, that's a pretty big role to step into. Um, but I'm, I'm trying to get guys to have standalone value. I think as far as whether or not I'm looking to get my own handcuffs versus maybe other people's handcuffs, I'd probably – that's a tough question because I think, you know, I, I mean, my, initially I was like, well, I'd rather have my own guys handcuffed because then, you know, worst that's, case scenario when my – play. Right. A, I mean, that's, that's fine. But if you, if you go after others and some of those hit, then you go from having somebody worth nothing to – one of the most valuable, you know, valuable pieces out there. So do you right. take more risk and take the shots on other people's or do you well, back up your own? I think in the fishbowl, I back up my own. And here's why. Okay. In, in like a normal dynasty league, I do the opposite. I do the opposite because then again, you would have right. an opportunity to take advantage of that value spike. You know, in, in when someone hits, when a when a when a hand the chance hits. is worth more than your safeness. If in, I'm starting, Sa- well, and if I'm start, you know, if I have two running backs and I'm starting Saquon Barkley and you know, I don't know Derrick Henry and you know, I have a good third running back and you know, and now a handcuff hits. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't even know that I have room for those guys in my roster if I've drafted well. But can I get you know? a free first for a random piece? <laughs> But you can't in the fishbowl. Right. <laughs> that's the point. So, yeah. So, but, um, yeah. So, I think, I mean, I think that's the way, th- th- that's what I'd say. I think in the fishbowl, I'd rather have my own handcuffs. But I'm still likely to grab, you know, guys that have um, standalone value later in drafts, you know, that are, again, the guys I named, Hines and Edmonds and those guys. Hmm. Um, we had a hard time. Finding out who Christian McCaffrey's backup is. Oh, I, I looked, and, it, and Brian was right, and I mean, nothing was worth mentioning. Did you right. look? I mean, so what about Barkley then? Who's Barkley's handcuff? Uh, I would say the passing game. I mean, right? No, that's that's perfect, right? Because so in the Panther situation, especially with how that team is being built, a new offense, like if CMC goes down. There's not a person that's coming in and that's going to give us even probably 50 percent of what see he Curtis does, right? Samuel a little bit out the, of the backfield, right? The the offense would completely change. It's it's not the same system whatsoever. It would become probably Deion Lewis Teddy. will be backing up Barkley this year, and then Wayne Gallman, and then Jonathan and, uh, Hillman, and a hundred percent the same in, in yep. New York. If if Barkley goes down, it. There's not a person there that's filling that role in, right? It becomes a, a, a spread the ball out kind of option. So maybe with our two biggest running backs in the game, those handcuffs don't really matter, right? I, I don't need to play safe there because that's not – maybe the touches are there and, and sure, touches are key, but what they're going to give us maybe isn't worth it. I guess it's a last-round pick because we couldn't even come up who the hell it was. No, I hear but, you. Oh, uh, man. Um, so what if we, like, and this is, Brian, this is your guy. I, I haven't really found too many people that liked Geis more than me in, until you and I have went back and forth so much on it. I don't know exactly where you are today on it, but somebody like Geis, who the temperature ha- has lowered even in Dynasty. It's catching a little bit of hype right now, but how do we feel about somebody like him coming into a redraft league like scott fishbowl and i think just because of adp you'll be able to get guys at a fairly okay price but is mm-hmm. he a running back that i mean you guys think 
it could catch some steam and really get going this year and you'd add to your Scott Fishbowl team in, in this redraft format or totally not worth it? Yes, is the answer for me. <laughs> um, and, and, and here here's so oh, here's a yes question. <laughs> so here so here's the th- end of show. <laughs> so yeah. So here so here's the deal with guys. I think um Awesome. Yes, I would. I would absolutely take a chance on on guys. And here's what I'd say about him: I think you need to have guys for the first half of the season that you can rely on. Okay, and I don't know that Darius Geis is going to be a guy that's going to get you to a position to be in the playoffs of the Scott Fishbowl. I do believe he can be a league winner. I do believe he can be a league winner if he is healthy. And, and and works his way back into the lineup early in the season. You know, he's he's going to share carries. I mean, they, they've got a ton of running backs. AP's still there. They've got um, Bryce Love. They have uh, Gibson from Memphis that they just drafted. I mean, they've got that, that room. Barber. They've got Barber now. There you go. So yeah, that you lost really me after fun. Adrian Peterson, to be honest. But <laughs> I, they did add quite a few names. Yeah, probably not now, even on the team. Now, realistic. Now, realistic. Well, that's the thing. I mean, realistically, I don't, they're, not taking, they're not taking five running backs into – into the year i don't think i mean typically teams don't do that so um now they have a bunch of injury prone i guess i hate that word but running backs uh-huh. they're running backs that have struggled <laughs> with injuries true. right so you know so maybe they wait as long as possible before they let some of those guys go but here's the thing darius guys is the second most talented running back on that team behind adrian peterson in his prime not necessarily adrian peterson now i think he's right. probably sure. just as talented now um, he just isn't healthy. I mean, we've seen what he can do when he's he- when he's when he's not hurt. The problem is he- there hasn't been a lot of he time in the league. Hurt. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So if he can stay healthy, I think Darius Geis is a guy that late in the season can really make a difference on dynasty rosters and in in the Scott Fishbowl on Scott Fishbowl rosters. So where because are you the- at here? Ninth round, tenth round? And I know I you haven't mocked yet. Or anything, I'd take him. But- I'd take him in the ninth round all day. You, you so look to drink? Yeah, I just well, I just looked at the mock that I did. Uh-huh. Uh, that that was SSBX. So sign up for uh, the other one gonna, John put out tonight. I definitely will. Um, I'm just looking at a couple of running backs in the sameish area, and I just want uh, in this particular mock. It might not be the same, but um, within a few spots here, we have guys like Mark Ingram, Raheem Mostert, and that's the ninth and, round, and and Devin Singletary all went in the eighth round. Eighth round. Eighth round. Huh. Uh, Kareem Hunt and went a couple spots in front of Darius Geis. Hmm. That is the ninth round. That's at nine oh five in this particular mock. It gets to be so interesting. Jordan right Howard comes in a few spots after him. So wow. Jordan Howard or Darius Geis or Kareem Hunt. Let's put those three. Where are you guys at? I'm. I'm I mean, at yeah, this part in our draft, we're in the eighth round, ninth round. I will say, yep. uh, man, I think I'm taking Geis for taking what I believe is of what the it be. upside play. Yep. Yeah. Well, so here's yeah, and and for me, it matters who I've drafted before that. If sure. I have two, if I have two running backs that I feel really Good confident about. in, then yep. I'm probably taking Geis because of the upside. If if I'm if I'm drafting my running back too, which I'd be in in probably a lot of trouble in that case, then I probably want all of the other guys over top of them. But that's okay. you know. It, it's that it's tough. I love Darius guys. I think the ta- I mean, the talent is there. It's just the health well, and the right. loaded room. It's. Mm-hmm. I mean, I th- I. It's definitely the health to me, right? Like, uh, 
I think if he's completely healthy, he is by far the most talented back in that room. And and at this point in everybody's career, it might be combined with everybody that's in there. And maybe that's kind of crazy. I, I think Gibson's, you know, okay with limited touches he got in college. I don't understand why you get limited touches at a school like Memphis and then expect to get three times that amount in the pros the next level if people around you are healthy. Uh, and we can we can quietly call him CMC because the coaches kind of said that, but that's just dumb to me. I'm sorry. Uh, but that all relies on guys being healthy, and like you said, we just haven't seen that. Yeah, I don't think that's dumb though. It, I mean, if and it's if Geis is healthy, but um, let me ask it a different way: Is it more or less risky to take Geis in the eighth round in the Scott Fishbowl, or or which is more risky, Scott Fishbowl or Dynasty Geis in the eighth round? Uh, I think it's the Fishbowl. Yeah, because there's no trades and you're stuck. But. I would say it's more risky in Dynasty because it's if it forever. doesn't work out or if it gets yeah, it gets hurt, it only hurts me right now. Sure, I can't trade it, but if he gets hurt in Dynasty, I can't fucking trade it anymore anyways. You're right? just uh, so happy to be in the Scott Fishbowl, you don't mind losing again. Dude, I went like <laughs> two and twelve or something last year, so sure. <laughs> but I I like I said, I won my division. Uh I think I misspoke earlier. I think I played on the satellite in six. I won my division in seven, and then I immediately lost in the playoffs. And ever since then, I was like, look, I just need to make sure, like, I, I just have to have the crazy amount of mixture of guys that all effing hit because it doesn't matter if I win my division. I need to beat 1,440 people this year. Right. I, I, I need to go back to the fact of I just need to put the best team together to win my division, and I'll figure it out, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. we'll move on from there and see how it happens. You get to the point where you, you take so many home run swings and you strike out on most of them, and it just crushes your team. So there definitely needs to be uh, you know, an area of safety is probably the wrong word, but guaranteed points almost, which which makes it hard you know, just to go back to, to making Barkley the 101. But... just looking at it, I think that's probably going to set your team up the best early on, take the running back. And then you probably just have to go quarterback quarterback when it, when it comes back to you in the, in the two and the three. Mm. So, so Mostert, Ingram, Geis, Singletary, or Jordan Howard, which I'm guessing nobody's going to pick. Who are you taking there to drink? Hunt Hunt was also in that mix that I said, and technically Hunt is is the pick I made at nine oh two. Okay, guys went at nine oh five. I will stay true to that and take him over Singletary and Ingram and Mostert who went in front of him and everybody that went behind him. I think Hunt has a chance to be RB sixteen to twenty range with Chubb there. And for me, I would go Mostert out of those guys. Gross. Mostert. Are we, are we doing this? Raheem, no start. That's that's the person you're taking. No start. Gross. Uh, yeah. Because you like the two games that finished the end of last year. Are we going to fight about Raheem Mo- no start right now? So here, Man. yeah, we are. So here's so, <laughs> so let me let me okay. So do you think week? We're fighting about my story. I finally fucking remember too. But go ahead with no start. Is is is? Do you think uh, which game would be of more importance to the team that you coach during a season? Week six or week sixteen? Sixteen. Okay. 
uh, if your team makes the Super Bowl, the granddaddy of them all, would you say that that's the the biggest game of the year? True. Who, True did, Kyle, who did Kyle Shanahan trust in Week 16 and in in Week Super Bowl? Raheem must start. But, but who did who weeks. did he trust in 2016 and 2017 and there? 2018 and 2000? Well, 19. It, we're, we're I don't know what he's Well, those okay. are all the other seasons That's, where he was playing for the 49ers that nobody cared about him. He he's been in the league. I mean, this is going into his sixth season, and yep, yep. So what if he's so good? Like, why did it take so? Here's the long? difference. Here's the difference. Okay. So you look at his counterpart on the other side in the Super Bowl, Damian Williams, right? Mm-hmm. Here's, here's the difference. The Chiefs drafted a running back. Who did Niners draft? I mean, are you afraid of Tevin Coleman? Really? Talk about a guy that can't win a job when he gets handed an opportunity. He couldn't win it in Atlanta, couldn't win it in San Francisco, and Jet McKinnon is not coming back and winning that job. Get the F out of here, Russ, <laughs> and anyone else that's on board that train. Jarek McKinnon is is D E A D dead. So I love you, Jet. They allowed him to stay on that team. They could have cut him for nothing. They were like, nah, we're going to keep you. They let Breda go so they could keep Jet. You think Jared McKinnon is going to be Matt Breda? Nope. In this offense. Okay. Nope. Nope. And Tevin Coleman was fine in games where he was healthy and he got injured and Mostert took over. I, I think there's just too many fucking people there. No start isn't getting 250 carries. It's just not happening. All of them are going to have like between a buck 50 and a buck 70. So you're going to take a guy that has to compete for touches not taking in a backfield. Any of them. Listen, no, 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 no. Listen, you did take one of them, sir. You're going to take Kareem Hunt, a guy who has to oh, compete yes. with Nick Chubb yep. for carries in the Browns backfield. Yep. Before you're going to take Raheem Mostert, who is clearly the best running back in his backfield. I, I took him half a round after no start went, but I would still take him before him. Yes, you you say he's the leader in that clubhouse. There's a lot more mouths to feed in, in San Fran than there is in Cleveland. Kyle Shanahan told me. No, he he's did. the leader. In the- <laughs> yes, he did, because he handed him the football during the Super Bowl. Last year, bro. Last year. <laughs> oh, I don't so, know, so man. Why are we talking about Saquon Barkley at the 101 if we're talking about last year? Because he's awesome. That's why. Correct. Well, right. well and he doesn't miss six games. I, I, okay. So I what, mean, else he was on, what else are he we was fighting about? Three teams in 2015. Two, three teams in 2000. Oh, only two in 2016. All those teams are dumb. Shanahan's the smartest man in the room. But he didn't get smart till the until week sixteen and seventeen. That's when he figured it out. When they lost, by the way, He's... they won in sixteen, lost in seventeen. Uh, Maybe that's a sour a taste. Small twenty-eight year old running back that just hit in this offense. That I, I don't know, man. I, I, I and we talked about this. I yeah. I'm not. I want whoever's up. I'm not cheapest up for in no that start. offense. I can't like, do it. I uh, man. So Maybe I'll, I'll put too expensive. I'll, I'll uh, oh, but Brian. are you paying up for him in the eighth round? Uh, oh, a board bet you Jordan Howard against Mostert. I will not take that. That's to you, Har. Mm. Well, Howard just went in the f- 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 tenth, two rounds after. Where was it? 
Where are you, you bastard? 10.02 is where Jordan Howard went in my mock. All mocks are different. Raheem Mostert went at 8.07. See, but they didn't draft a running back either. He just I gave mean, they two drafted straight Eno. up. Well, then you might as well wait two Jordan rounds, Howard right? first Mostert. No, Eno's in Arizona. $10 charity of your choice. Quarterback. $10. Kind of like him, but that's different hey. Ten dollars charity of your choice. <laughs> Scott Fishbowl scoring. Jordan Howard against your most start. Yeah, I'll do it. I mean, the worst well, charity. Of, donate, yeah, probably ten dollars a charity anyway. Sure. So, Chen, but in the um, name of Jordan Howard, winner, will. winner, <laughs> winner, enough. winner picks. Uh, wherever we'll donate that to. Sounds good. Yeah. Just keep track because I don't. I'm not good with that shit. Oh, at the end of the year. Oh, he at, will like, keep track of Jordan. <laughs> third a, Mike. A, third uh, Mike. Please, you're paying please up, Third Mike. Put that you're on. Paying that bet week two. We guess when page. Mostert's done for the season. Ouch. <laughs> he just gets cut. That's mean. That's not what he means. <laughs> yeah. You hey, 2020 has been weird. Like no, Tanya no. Harding could come out at any moment. <laughs> Stab it. I I remember from way back when I want to fight. Not really a fight, but um, <laughs> what? maybe a fight. Uh, Barkley were both of yours 101 in Dynasty Superflex not that long ago, last year and mm-hmm. maybe the year before. Yeah, I'm still kind of right? holding in Somewhere a little there? bit. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not what you said earlier. Um, no, I did. Mahomes, Mahomes has always been the correct answer. It seems like you guys are slowly coming around to that, right? Because it's now year three of this running back. Um, but we're playing Dynasty, not Redraft. Redraft, I'm okay with Barkley. Dynasty, it 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 has been and always be Mahomes. It, why now going into year three is it okay to maybe shade over to the quarterback? That's the whole point, right? Dynasty, we have the quarterback for 10-plus years. Har is hoping for six more really good years out of Saquon. He's really hoping. Mm-hmm. We we just we just hope it gets to AP and there's like two of those cats every like twenty years. Maybe that's Saquon and we get more out of it. I mean the dude is a god when you just look at physically how he is. So I'm not saying he can't be, but we you just said when that when that time frame is up, Mahomes will be thirty, just kind of getting into his prime. We can argue over that age of prime and quarterback and, and that's okay. We just heard Mahomes talk about midway through last year, he just figured out how to kind of read a defense. And that was coming off the heels of a 5,050 touchdown year. Why Why wasn't it Mahomes two years ago or definitely last year? But it may be now. It definitely will be next year for you Jokers. I, I mean, I think we kind of talked about it at the beginning of the show a little bit. Just like the, the age part and – getting stuck with somebody as they slowly depreciate value and you have to you have to understand when those declines are going to happen and take advantage of them then and you can still do that with Barkley now. And so I'm not I mean I think like we also for either one of you, right? It and was it, but, probably close. So that's that's fantastic. And, and right. I mean also like we mentioned with Mahomes at the beginning of the show, it, it seems like He's still, and even like you just mentioned now, like he's just getting better. Like it looks like it's untapped. As amazing as it's been, you just watch him play, and you're like, "Holy shit!" Like it's really special watching Mahomes play. And I don't know. So I don't think it's that crazy at all. I think it's just understanding the market and how to play it. I mean, we're talking about a 101 and a 102. Right. Like I said, he's not far off from you. I'm just saying, if it's 
if it's Mahomes now, then it probably should have been before. No. So I have an answer. <laughs> so swag. Sweet. So swag said. So first of all, you sh- y'all, everybody should be listening to Swags. Okay, <laughs> he's a really smart guy. Like. One of the smartest around. Oh, okay? I don't know so about listen, that. I listen to Swag. I'm not afraid to say nothing. You don't give swag. a shit. <laughs> listen to Swag, seriously. And he, and he answered the question perfectly from a philosophical standpoint. And, and, and if I was answering with my head, that is exactly what I would have said. I don't even remember I'm what six, I said. I'm six miles from Beaver back. fucking stadium. <laughs> Saquon Barkley is my favorite player of all time. Ever in the NFL, he's my favorite college player. He's my favorite pro player. I love the dude. I, I literally, you Erroneous. will not find anybody that likes him better than me. And if they claim it, <laughs> fuck them. They're wrong. It's, it's my title. If you would like to fight about it, let's go. Leave it all in. Saquon is my dude. Okay, so so that's why he was one hundred and one for me. And plus, the name's cool as shit. Saquon one hundred and one. I mean, it just flows. So that's why for me. Okay, it was personal. It wasn't business. <laughs> if I was thinking with my head, like Swags, well, Swags was taking him too. See, yeah, it, yeah. the allure is real with Saquon too. I mean, <laughs> you watch what he can do on a football field, and it's like whoa. And then you add the fact that he's a fellow alumni from the school that I graduated from. With, with missed right games, who scored more more points in a super flex spot last year, Barkley or Mahomes? It had to be Mahomes, right? I bet it was Barkley, depending on scoring. But yeah, Mahomes was fifth o- fifth overall in the scoring for this year from oh. pulling from, and Saquon was at twenty one. Oh, it, right? what, does it show what? what they had last year? So like two fifty to two eighty. Two eighty. Are you talking about points? Oh, I'm totally yeah. guessing. Do not two forty four for Barkley. Yeah. Oh wow, really? I was that close. But mm-hmm. Barkley missed what six games and Mahomes right. Mahomes only missed three. Three, yeah. Right. So I mean, it's been close. Gotcha. yeah, yeah. With the scoring, look, I'm still taking. I'm taking Saquon in in Scott Fishbowl. I, I at 101. Like if that's my true spot, I think that's the correct play because of what's on the other side when I come when it comes back around in quarterbacks compared to what I believe will be there in running backs. But the I mean those running backs. If you if you do take Mahomes Saquon, or Lamar McCaffrey. at 101 or 102, the running backs you're looking at in the third round are completely different. Whereas you can still have some quarterbacks right. fall to you. Yeah. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's right. So that's why Barkley yeah. 101 motherfucker. <laughs> well, I'm and with redraft hundred percent, not dynasty dick. Let's go. I'm tweeting it right now. It's 101 in the fishbowl. Let's go. <laughs> yes. We, we agreed to that. <laughs> no, I just moved him back there in dynasty it, too. I just moved him back there in dynasty too. No, that's yes. not the same. Listen back. That's not what we said. That, no, I'm doing it now. Last year. Right here. Year this moment. In the year, the, the moment we've moved into now. I'm putting Barkley I'm back out. into 101 because I know that I can still get a quarterback at my 224 and That's my 301. That's not the same. Or my no, 212 I'm and I'm drink minimum. I'm <laughs> out of here. <laughs> that is the same. Bind me. No, it's not. So now I'm going to go. We talked the whole show that Redraft and Scott Fishbowl and Dynasty. That's not the same shit. But that's the whole point. You told me. You weren't listening. I feel like I was. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got nothing left. I <laughs> felt like you were challenging our Dynasty ranking of Mahomes and Barkley. Of course. 
Definitely. So that did and happen. Then he turned it back to Scott Fishbowl. <laughs> it definitely happened. And then what we within were that about. conversation, you talked me into putting Barkley back at 101 in Dynasty as well. But that's real, real shit. What happened? Not, not even like for show's sake. Like Barkley is 101 in Dynasty, and it's that's because wrong. it's because you can still find I somebody like Lamar Jackson being slept on and get them later last year, and then they move up. But Scott Fishbowl, because wide receivers don't mean dick. I know you got to start three, but they don't. Like it, I'm not saying it doesn't matter, but they don't fucking matter. I agree with the wide receiver take. In Scott Fishbowl, not Dynasty. <laughs> don't get my words twisted. I'm saying it again. In Scott Fishbowl, not <sighs> Dynasty. Before you edit, finally edit some shit out. It's just me saying. I'm that. gonna make you sound <laughs> even more angry than you are. Good luck. I'm pissed. Thanks for listening to the Superflex Pod. How's arguing? Are <laughs> the arguing? That's right. I don't even. I'm. I. That was a Brian Hart We didn't even get one drop. That's your fault. (laughs) Tell these people where to find the show. Week week one. (laughs) Are are you guys spending all your fab? Are you still there? Are we changing that too? I mean, if Saquon's available, sure. (laughs) We need to get some Wayne Gallman. Apparently, (laughs) Deion Lewis, Wayne Gallman, Deion Lewis. Oh, oh my goodness. It depends on the player, Swags, is the answer there. It depends on the player. I mean, I still think I mean if you think you're getting a difference maker, then yes. Will Disley. I don't know the question anymore. No. That's definitely not the answer. No. <laughs> Even though he's got a great nickname. But really. how many people spent a hundred dollars on Will Disley in two thousand eighteen? Yeah, exactly. I I, I just think I'm gonna hold tight. I'm going to try my hardest, and, and I'm not good at that kind of stuff. I'm probably going to go all in on somebody, but I'm going to try my Last damnedest. Year, I spent $100 on Brissette after the luck news. I felt like that was well worth it. Oh, the that was. That, dude, that was well worth it. The, the week after that, you know, Foles goes down, and Minshew takes mm, over, and Minshew going for $100. And that's just at the quarterback spot. Don't blow all your money right away this year. In redraft, Fab, I, I usually feel different. Maybe Scott Fishbowl, you know, kind of – flips the script yeah there were a lot and then hold I mean, your like, money with covid don't spend it all early uh, i probably use that role like this year Tannehill last year too stafford right. went down i know he didn't have a good backup but and uh big ben went down i mean a lot of quarterback injuries and i know those Look, back i'm belts. just gonna rub it in hard's face here Man. but shout out to trade addict six but i i i wrote jeff driscoll through some playoff games i think and <laughs> ended up winning ta6 so just suck at everybody in six because that shit probably ain't happening again, but you got beat by Jeff Jeff, Jeff Driscoll. I mean, so swag just, Swags has done something that Russ and I have not, or I'm sorry, Two Drink has done something that Russ and I have not done, and that's win a trade addicts league. Oh, nice. neither one of neither one of us has won one yet. We Is got that why we, you just guys keep adding, but nine's not coming. <laughs> P win, it ain't coming, bro. That's right, P win, it's not coming. That's um, why they just keep yes, adding absolutely. Them. That's why we keep adding. Are you kidding me? It's the not odds because are higher. We want to commission more leagues. Or, Everybody I mean, else can only get in one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> except for them. They're except for us. We sometimes they share teams. Sometimes they take two separate teams just to increase their odds. Shit still don't happen. Listen, we're gonna win one one day. Okay. Man, what if you want to put in a group, you might be able to do better. I'm just saying. Co commissioning a point. team is a bitch, too. Oh, it is. It's gross, especially with Russ. Ugh. Me and Swags haven't even tried before. 
Uh, we fake yeah, tried before we're like we own this team but like he just does it or vice versa yeah but we don't actually co-own a team we don't want to do that i might even co-own he doesn't want to now do and not even know about it <laughs> you usually do that so i'll believe you no i meant that you i'm not doing one no i'm i'm uh i'm probably i'm not in any right now no okay me either yeah just kidding i'll just put your name on um <laughs> all right i i feel like i could talk to you forever about basically nothing and everything at the same time i don't know if that's good or bad but always have a good time with you um unless we got anything else to talk about i think it's about that time tell everybody where they can find all your shit at definitely should be checking this dude out He's did everywhere. we just win the scott fishbowl we might have i mean i did from the 101 and toy story because i'm taking barkley in a scott fishbowl not dynasty you pricks i, I hope <laughs> this was entertaining because we probably didn't help anybody outside of like barkley or Mahomes at 101. welcome <laughs> And I don't feel like we helped them because they changed your mind while fixing mine. I know, right? Absolutely a great time, though. Will you stop talking so you can tell people? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Man. <laughs> yeah, this was a blast, guys. Seriously, I really appreciate you having me on. Um, love the show. Love listening to you two and the chemistry that you have. Uh, two of the best dudes and funniest dudes in the community, without a doubt. Um, so I appreciate y'all, um, at Brian Har FF on Twitter, meatloaf wildcat. You can find me there, um, at Superflex show, uh, the Superflex super show at trade addicts pod, uh, it, the trade addicts pod, uh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for having me boys. <laughs> Say quad one. I am at Swagzilla OG. He is at FL2 Drink Minimum. This is the Super Flexible Podcast. You can find it at Super Flex Pod. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm glad you said it. <laughs> I felt like I had to. Usually you got my back, so I had to. Oh. Jordan Howard about to ball out on you all. So gross. Kirk Cousin. That's. That's what I'm getting at a two three turn. Don't you fucking take him. Don't do it. No, I actually like the cousins mention though. I think cousins could be nice. I hate saying that too. And people people slacking on Thielen and wide receiver suck, so I feel like I'm gonna have a cousin Thielen stack. I'll put Justin Jefferson on the board too, then if you want, up against Thielen. Take that oh, shit. Oh my you god, it's so seconds. easy, bro. You're wrong. You're so wrong. Third mic, you got a guest and a co host bet for that shit on the board. Winner.